This is Africa Emerging Podcast with your host, Tutu Adamola. We're set to showcase the unique contributions of influential Africans living in the developed economies who, against all odds, have made indelible marks in their respective professions around the world. Join me as we shape this new narrative. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the Africa Emerging Podcast. This is part two and the concluding conversation I had with Tony Umesere in episode two of the show. If you haven't listened to episode two, I will strongly recommend you listen to that part of the show. In episode two, we talk about our education background, relocating to United States, working in corporate America, starting Nazaru LLC, and also a passion to see trade grow in Africa. And now she's also using Trade with African Business Summit to drive conversation and showcase opportunities about trade in the continent. In this part of the show, she shared her thoughts on where she sees trade in the African continent in the next five to 10 years. Also, she shared her views on the recent news about China, 60 billion investment across Africa. I learned a lot from the conversation. I hope you enjoy it like I did. So with, with the vision you've got with Nazaru, the Trade with African Business Summit, has there be, have you had any challenges in trying to get people to understand what this vision was all about for them, to, for you to get buy-in from stakeholders? Was there any challenges you've faced so far? <laughs> um, I think... I've learned, I've, I think I'll bring it back, point to myself. I've learned to be more patient, right? Um, and I would say, I wouldn't think of it as challenges because for me, I, know, I already know that transformation takes time. Part of what I used to do in corporate America was also change management, right? And with change management, you have to understand what, what, where are we today? and what is the desired future, right? So the main challenge when it comes to, uh, you know, would be maybe telling the story and reaching the right people and having the right platform to reach the right people with the right story. Because the story of the narrative that is super saturated right now on Africa is not the type of story we are now bringing to the table to say commercial businesses, right? You know, but, you know, trying to say Africa exists beyond, you know, war, famine, disease. Absolutely. How do we tell that story? And how do we reach the right people? And then how do we take that story to corporate America? Because the story out there is not about business in Africa, right? It's business everywhere else in the world except Africa. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, you know, I say, well, a billion people cannot all be hungry, all at war, right? Not all at all. Not at all. Right? So, so for me, it's business leaders must rethink and challenge their own thinking, right? Or the, 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 now how they've been conditioned to think about Africa. It is the, it is the responsibility of today's executives to challenge that. Because 20 years ago, it was China, right? Nobody wanted to go to China. But think about where China is today. Mm-hmm. They're a force. Absolutely. So, they're a big force. Right, right. 
So if there's any challenge, it's just making sure we have the right platform to tell the right story. And that's why when those platforms did not exist, I created, I created mine. That's it. <laughs> if if, right? if we all can start doing something, you know, little, before you know, we all collaborate together and we can start building the continent. Right, right. And we don't have to wait for anybody, right? And, and the platform has now gotten so much global recognition. But it started with, we've got to talk about business in Africa. Here, now. Um, we've got to get the right stakeholders to the table. Here, now. Not tomorrow, but today. Um, we've got to talk about success stories. We've got to be real with the challenges. We've also got to reach out to the policy leaders to say, help us remove roadblocks and barriers to trade. And if those policies need to be adjusted, we need to be at a table renegotiating those policies. Exactly. And adjusting them. Because sometimes those policies might cause bureaucracy and all that. So negotiating with policymakers. Right, right, absolutely. And we also want Africa's policy leaders to commit to their business community, to strengthen the business community, because the future of Africa is dependent on, right, the rise of the business class in Africa. The next, the next wave is not going to be politically driven. I think that that day is over. The last 20 years, the political leaders, they've led Africa and they've led us to where we are today. The next phase has to be led by business-minded people that can actually close transactions, do big deals, execute, build new supply chains, build the ports that we need, right? the, the new airports. And these are big visionary activities that have to happen on the continent. Absolutely, that that's a, a big, fantastic work you you you're doing with Nazaru and Trade with Africa Summit. I really do applaud you for that. With this big work you're doing, of course, I know you're a mom, you're a wife. How do, how do you cope with all this? And I I bet it might involve some travel, some having meetings, you know, here and there. How do you cope? <laughs> oh. Okay, I, I do a lot of reflection, and today, for, for some reason, right, one of the thoughts lying down on my bed, I came up with this phrase. You know, I usually put my, my you know, phrases out there in social media, but one of it, uh, the one I was chewing on this morning was, I think women have to make more sacrifices to accomplish their goals. That was my I, couldn't, I, I couldn't agree more to that, yeah. I, <laughs> I just, you know, I just said, Hmm. Because I, the number one thing I have to prioritize, I don't say yes to everything. I protect my time. I protect my calendar. Um, I also put first things first. You know, I've gone through, it's not different than when I was in corporate America, when you think about it. I actually led the working women group and community at Walmart. I was on the Women's Resource Council. I've done a lot of interesting things when it comes to women empowerment, as you call it. So this is a topic that I live, right? Our embody, right? So the reality is the first thing is we have to commit to ourselves. Uh, we women, we have to say who we, who we are. We have to understand ourselves first. Who am I and who do I want to be? And I must be ready to pay the price along that journey. Otherwise, just stay where you are, right? There's a risk to becoming. Like we do, we do not become... It's not easy. It's risky. It's, um, it's, it's taking risks to be yourself and to pay the price. And, and for me, um, I don't say yes to everything. I get invitations 
to all over, you know, places all over the world. And I, I, I evaluate them wisely. Um, and my commitment to my family is first, you know, because even, even part of when I think about my father's story, the brilliance of whatever I did, it was 100% available to his family, 100% available. So I'm not just, I'm not caught up with this world of trying to be for somebody else. My first commitment is to my kids, my home, my family, having that foundation um, and then springing forth from there. And it does help to have a very supportive spouse. My husband is a, is a professor, uh, university professor. He also has a busy life, but we balance each other. And even just today, he was saying, oh, wait a minute. I think we need to start looking at each, other, each other's calendar so that when you are committing to something, I can back you there. And when I'm committing to something, you are available to back me. So we're going to be syncing our calendar somehow. We'll figure that out. Yeah, yeah, that, there's nothing, I, I couldn't agree more, there's nothing as a woman having a very supportive spouse. It just helps you, absolutely. It just helps you. Oh, as, yes, no question. I don't think I'll be as far in or making the impact or the progress I'm making now um, if I did not have the right support system. And I know we could go into more a deeper dive, but for me, having that foundation set and solid allows me to do everything else um, that I feel called to do, which reason, but I, I, I don't, I, again, I don't say yes to everything. I get to choose and pick where I am. And when, whenever you see me anywhere, it's because I really wanted to be there. So it, it, it's great we have you on the show then. So thank you for sparing that time for us. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Uh, I know you've been extremely patient. Um, you know, we're trying to schedule the right time. So I'm happy, you know, I'm happy to support what you're doing because I believe in it. And yes, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I wanted to be here, right? So <laughs> thank you for your patience as well. Yeah, thank you for that. So what, what advice would you give someone who, for example, they're just relocating from Africa or maybe not Africa, somewhere, anywhere around the world? coming into America and want to go into like corporate America or want to start their own business because you've got to experience this now. You've worked in corporate America. You're starting, you have your own company. What advice would you give them for them to, you know, leave that American dream, as they say? Um, wherever we find ourselves, because I'm putting myself in this, the advice is even for me. Whatever we're doing today, we need to keep doing it really well, but we also need to carve out time to think, to think about the future. Because what if we don't do that, we get into the rat race, you know, the the wheel, you're just, you're running, you're, you're active, you're giving your best, you're spending, you're working seven days a week, but you're not going to be able to jump off that wheel because there's so much trap in doing the same thing every day, day in, day out. So focus on, we, we need to all focus and do a great job wherever we have, but we need to carve out a little bit of time. It, a little bit of thinking time, right? And that time could be spent thinking, networking, exploring, reading, right? Like you, we need to stretch our minds beyond today of, you know, whichever society or whichever community we find ourselves. Because all of a sudden you could, you could get trapped by the community you find yourself. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden, that, that's your reality of whichever country you're in. 
Yeah. You do not know that somebody in New York is living differently or somebody in Chicago is living differently. Exactly. But every, everybody around you is living a certain way. So you're conditioned to live that way too. So if I would advise anybody, it's the same advice I give myself to not get trapped. Yeah. Wherever I am, anytime. You know, even when I was in corporate America, I would go for conferences with on my own dime, with my own vacation hours, right? I would take the right permission and, and fly. And just leave the state and go to California yeah. <laughs> and yeah. go yeah. connect and go network, right? Knowledge is power, as they say. Oh my gosh. Knowledge, the ultimate. When you know more, you do better. Mm-hmm. You live better. And we cannot live higher than we know. Absolutely. Right? So that's, that's something I have, I have to keep advising myself, not to get satisfied. Oh, yeah, Nazaro or Trade with Africa is here. No, I am constantly, constantly evaluating and telling myself, okay, let's re-strategize here. Don't get too comfortable, um, you know, with your accomplishments. It's in the past. What else should we be doing in the future? Who is doing what? What can you learn from them? I'm also get mentors, you know, that are already where you are, where, where you're aspiring to and connect with them. And... Maybe the second advice I would also give is, is really a test I want people to do. Go through your phone, you know, your, your cell phone. Look at all the contacts on your phone. And then ask yourself, if I wanted to do F, X, the people on this phone, can they really help me get to that point? Right? So <laughs> That's a smart like one. A, right. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a question. Evaluate your network. Yes. Yeah. And say, I see myself doing something like this. Do I have anybody on my phone that I can actually call them randomly and ask them a question about where I'm trying to get to. Can and they lead And they lead you there. Mm. And if they cannot, you're in trouble because that means you ain't going anywhere. <laughs> exactly. So so that's something I do um, as I embarked on my journey, the things I wanted to do, trade with Africa. I wanted the top people in the world that understood global trade on yeah. the platform. Yeah. How do I, you know, how do you get into that network and ha- and be able to engage in conversations with those people? But if you cannot stretch to that level, your cell phone is a big, just look at your cell phone and your contact list, go down that list and say, <laughs> where are these people going to? Are they heading in my direction? Yeah. If they are not, it's time to really work actively to grow your network. Mm. Mm. It's, time, it's time to do some reshuffle. You have to. You, and you have, there are some names you have to delete. <laughs> oh, oh my God. So, um, recently in the news, we've, um, we've heard about the, um, the China 60 billion credit line they're giving to Africa. A lot of people have got mixed, you know, um, feelings about what that is. Is that an aid? Is that aid? Is that investment? Is that what? Is that, you know, this, what, what, what is your take on that? What was your conversation? Oh, okay, from a US standpoint, because I engage in some conversations with, you know, some people in the, you know, federal or whatever, what do they call them, the government, right? The way... I try to describe because I try to talk in stories sometimes, right, just to make it fun. Africa is like girlfriend you dated in the past, and because you did not treat her well, they've now fallen into the hands of your competition. So <laughs> that, that's a good description. I love that. <laughs> you know, so 
they're taking the warm embrace, whether it is corny, whether it is it's not the best warm embrace, it has its own challenges. But hey, you walked away, you know, you stopped loving them, you stopped caring for them. So what do you expect? Come on. <laughs> Whoever is giving them the right attention and giving them what they are asking for, yeah, that's the new lover, man. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll, we'll see where that 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 leads to. Well, right, uh, right. Well, it might it, it might be. A, here's the thing. Just like with relationships, it could take you off the cliff, right? Yeah. It, it could take you to places you never dreamt of. Mm-hmm. But, hey. So 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 yeah. The, the the you know Africa has to still think. Am I am I in bed with the right people? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I get you. So I'll try. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that pl- uh, plans out anyway. Yeah, that's the best answer I could come up with. Sorry. Okay. So outside of work, outside of you know the Oslo and Bustle Nazaru um, trade with Africa Summit, what do you enjoy doing? I love. <laughs> I'm a skincare junkie. All the feminine stuff. Um, one of the things I try to do is, at the end of every day, I try to give myself some time. You know, as women, you know, we were asking me questions about, you know, being a woman doing this, right? As women, we give ourselves to everybody, our family, the world. We give of ourselves, but we don't take care. We don't give much to ourselves. Well, I learned that early. So at the end of every day, I have this step, ritual step where... You know, it's very refreshing for me. So skincare is my really pastime. You won't believe, you won't believe it, but it's good to uh, take care of yourself. Yes, it's it's very it's that moment where you close the bathroom door and you let the kids stay with the husband and you have your time to yourself, even if it's five minutes. It's a mental. You know, when people go for spa and all of those things, it's not really it's not really the it's, it's just being able to be by yourself and take care of your mind, have time to think, have time to breathe, and don't don't lose yourself in, in this whole thing, right? Yeah. So that's one thing I do. I also get myself buried in awesome books, um, very, very, books of all kinds, not just business management, but, um, you know, health and psychology and the human mind. Um, I get myself buried deeply in that. One of the books I'm reading right now is about um, using media to tell your story. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's how the media world works. Yeah. And um, really, you know, how, how to use that as a platform because it's something that, that I I really need to learn. So... I think I, I need so, to read that too. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get the title and it's a wonderful, wonderful book. It breaks it down. Uh, it's a wonderful book and it breaks it down. And sometimes I read two or three books at the same time. Um, what what else? Yeah, it's it's really a mind game. How do I clear my mind and be in the right edge space and be calm and be focused to think and then give back to my my family. So that's that's what I do outside of work. Is just refresh, relax, and and just be be good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a brilliant one. So I know we've talked a lot, a lot about um, the African continent um, um, today. Where do you, you know, see Africa going in the next um, 
five to ten years, you know, with all these, um, we've seen the West coming for different trade negotiation, different um, collaboration. Where do you see that the continent in the next five to ten years? Okay, so one of the very first things is I've already ex- I've seen a shift in the right direction. So what's the shift? Um, African leaders have gone from oh, who is going to help us? Oh, are you coming to help us? Oh, you're bringing your money. You know, that mindset of everybody coming to your doorstep is here to help you. That has shifted to, wow, we're now wise. Now we know you're really here for what you want. Okay, so the shift now that I'm seeing is they are now taking the driver's seat of their own desk across the continent. Some are are moving in in a faster direction than others. So that's a great shift to say we're going to take charge and we're going to drive um, the way we want. Um, But what I've also seen is that regionally, some regions are making more progress than some other countries. So over the next few years, and and I hope under the leadership of Okagami, the African Union, there needs to be more collaboration among member countries. Okay, so that's very strong, meaning... If they can build the leaders of those nations, if they can build a better working relationship, everybody can move forward together and learn from each other. So over the next few years, with the signing of the uh, African African Continental Free Trade Agreement, that is another signal, right, of 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 the leaders coming together. So there's power in uh, collaboration. Yes, absolutely. So that's what I hope for. And then I also, over the next couple of years, um, strategic partnerships that is dictated by what Africa needs and, and not what another region is asking for. Absolutely, yeah. So right? it needs to be a um, win, win-win situation. Win-win. And then there, Rwanda has this, but I hope the other regions can move towards creating a strategic roadmap for a desired future. There's no reason each African country should not have a 10-year roadmap. You don't need money to design a roadmap. Well, maybe you need to hire a consultant like myself to help you do it, but I'm saying that trying to design a road infrastructure is different from actually building the road. Yeah. So leaders can actually design the they can design Africa's future today and then get funding to build that future. Yeah. So that's something that people can do today um, because investment will flow faster if there's, there's a strategic plan behind it. But exactly. If you have something to show. Yes. And Rwanda does have it. Rwanda knows exactly what it's trying to do. So even if you show up with your money and you say, oh, I want to build a, a road, They'll tell you, okay, these are the roads that we know we need to build. Pick the one you want to build of them. They're not going to let you just go build any, construct any road anywhere. They already have the plan on paper. Oh, wow. That, um, hopefully, with, with, with the contributions you've made today, I, uh, we, I hope and we, we hope that the African continent is going to move in a positive direction within the next five to ten years. Well, that's our hope, basically. Right. Right, right. I'm, I'm optimistic because I can already see the conversation shifting, um, the conversation, right? I can see the leaders, Ghana is on the move, 
uh, Ethiopia with their new young leader is really aggressively doing some interesting things. And people are watching that, right? Nigeria's election is next year. That's going to be a huge one. Um, so, yes, <laughs> I, I see very interesting things for the positive happening over the next couple of years. Yeah. But, but you know the good thing? Yeah. We're actually in charge of whatever Africa becomes. We are. Right? We get to decide. <laughs> right? We get to create our own world. I think yeah. more of us need to realize that. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. We, we get to create what we see. We get to do this in partnership with other people. But we're in charge. And we need we need to start getting more involved so we can make we yeah. can be, be be part of those decisions we can be part of yeah. we can be on the table when those deliberations are happening so we yes. can yeah yes it's very key that, we don't want yeah we don't want decisions to be made when we're not present we need to be part of it and get involved right exactly and what we can start doing right now is building strong relationships like nothing happens without the right relationships exactly yeah right so it's back to your cell phone if you want to get involved if you want to be a part of it nobody's coming to knock on anybody's door and say hey i see you live in this house i i heard that you have brilliant ideas for africa that's not going to happen <laughs> no not at all <laughs> not at all in fact what often happens is we have to insert ourselves. Yeah. That's another topic when it comes to female and what we do and what we don't do, even in corporate America. We have to, I, point, I, I'm, clear, I'm telling you now on, 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 the, on this podcast, I choose to insert myself in conversations that I have no business with. <laughs> I do. Otherwise, you need, we need to get involved. Right, yeah. because this, this, whole, this whole thing of, oh, um, be invited to the table or pull a chair at the table, that's if people are recognizing your talent. What happens if people don't recognize you? They don't because give you the opportunity. Said, you know, one person said, build your own table and then be in charge of inviting people to that table. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Yeah. When I'm not gonna, who's gonna wait forever for, for me to be found in the middle? When I was in Arkansas, to be found in the middle of Arkansas, no. I basically took my bag, traveled, you know, went to places, listened to places, to people, networked, understood who is doing what, who are the global players, introduced myself, and say, hey, I have skills and talent in this area. How can I be of use? Mhm. Mhm. Wow. Wow. That 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 is absolutely if, if fantastic, John. I think we with our discussion um, today, I've I've actually learned a lot personally okay. myself, <laughs> which is that a lot of a lot of fun. Right, right. Like we need to, you know, carry your maybe your handbag. Mm. You need to charge it up and say, hey, what's happening around where I am? I've got to be there. I've got to be there. Not only be there. Right? I need to understand who is leading this conversation and I need to introduce myself to them. And don't, one of the things, don't do that until we've, we've already invested in ourselves. So I'm not showing up with an empty bucket or an empty offer. I actually have things to offer those things to those conversations. Yeah. So the first thing is also to build ourselves up and train ourselves. Exactly. Um, and then when we show up, they're like, whoa, wait a minute, this lady knows what she's saying. I'm like, yeah, yeah I told you. <laughs> yeah, because you want the first interaction, you know, be of a quality one. Oh, right. Don't 
show up to those conversations if you're not ready. That there's <laughs> nothing worse than saying hello, hi, and not having anything intelligent. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. That's a, a lot we've covered today, and I think I really do enjoy the conversation on on a last note because i think um we're all we're actually almost done you know the podcast we're launching this is the first um um first season and we're so glad that you've uh, you've accepted the invite to come on the show what feedback would you like to give and um um, about the vision, about the idea, and on the reason why um, I decided to, you know, launch the Africa Emerging podcast. Oh, uh, I'm really. I mean, it takes guts, um, it takes passion, it takes courage to be doing what you're doing, and it, beyond that, it also takes compassion because you're trying to be of service. So. For me, I'm happy to come alongside what you're doing and be a part of that because we need more of this. We need more positive um, conversations happening uh, around Africa. We need to provide content, lots and lots of content to help people to think differently about Africa. So I would say keep doing what you're doing. So so I, I hope that helps. Absolutely, it does. It does help. It's it's been a fantastic, you know, time spending with you, and I really do appreciate you coming to the show and giving your feedback and sharing your success story. You know about Nazaru, about the African Business Summit. It's been fantastic to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you, and um, have a good day. You too, ma'am. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Africa Emerging Podcast with our guest on the show. I hope you enjoyed the show like I did. Please like Africa Emerging on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. If you haven't done so yet, don't forget to subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play and Overcast. Like, share and review. Your feedback is extremely important to me. It will help me improve content provided on the show. Thank you for listening to the show. Spread the word on how Africans are changing the world. It's time to build the African continent. Subscribe to our newsletter on africaemerging.com.